property investors selling their properties, property investors not buying any more properties. These guys are exiting the market. Where are they all going? Stay tuned. Michael, Michael, what have you done? This is a filthy topic. It's not a filthy topic. It's a genuine this topic, is, and I have a question. This Where is dirty going? business, this topic. I think this affects everyone more than we think. You know what? It's, uh, and so anyone that doesn't know us, we're Northern Beaches, uh, real estate agents, we manage the most amount of rental properties on the northern beaches um, with, you know, so we, we are exposed to a bucket load of landlords and uh, the world has changed and nobody wants to speak about this. It's the old tall poppy, don't feel good about the landlord, landlord's the big bad monster and the landlord has been punished and punished and punished again over the last 30 years. Yeah. So punished, the plant hasn't been watered. The investment plant hasn't been watered for a very, very long time. It's just yeah. take it away from the landlord, take it away from the landlord, take it away from the landlord. Mm. Punished. And we're starting to notice it now in the marketplace because the landlords are leaving. More and more in so droves yeah and this is the thing we're starting to see on the ground is a lot of the properties we're selling at the moment are for landlords so let's say for every 10 properties we have on the market i would say at the moment about three would be for owner occupiers seven would be for landlords as a generalized statement so a lot of landlords are exiting the market then on the flip side the people buying these properties I'd say nine out of 10 people buying the properties are owner-occupiers and one out of 10 would be an investor. So we're starting to notice more and more investors are leaving the market they're selling and they're not replenishing the stock by buying into the market either. Now, on a positive, the landlords are getting some serious rental increases. Yeah. But it's, but today, I'm focusing on the negatives. I think a bit of both. But why are these rental increases happening, Mark? And one of the fundamental reasons for yep. it is the landlords that are sticking it out, that are staying in the market, their rents are going up because everyone else is leaving the market. It's simple supply and demand. When all the supply disappears out of the market and there's only a handful of investors left, yet on the rental side, people looking to tenant a property, those people aren't going anywhere. There's still a lot of people out there looking to rent a property. Invariably, it pushes the rents up. Um, so if all these landlords didn't leave the market, then we probably wouldn't have as much of a rent increase as we had um, across the board or nor what we're probably going to have over the next 12 months. And so I really think both are very reliant on each other. I think there's always been that stigma out there for many, many years where it's always landlord v the tenant. Uh, versing the tenant or vice versa, and they're always opposed to each other. 
versus I think both actually very reliant on each other and need each other um, to have that sort of healthy ecosystem to keep moving forward. You know what? Um, can we go through a list of the adversities landlords have had? The adversities that landlords have had. So in terms of on a daily basis, in terms of vacancies, this, that, or over the years, what's happened? Just over the years, like, you know, no one's, and, 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 I, and I, I, you know, obviously it's not, it's not a popular topic um, um, with tenants, but it should be a popular topic with tenants because the more landlords that enter the market, the lower your rents are going to get because there's more stock. Um, you know, even just the word landlord, you hate. Um, it's a lord. Yeah, it's a lord. It's a very outdated term, isn't it? <laughs> it's a lord in Melbourne. In Melbourne, you provider fact. Wow. So those of you guys that probably didn't hear, I think Mark fact. was saying that in Melbourne they've changed it from the term landlord to rental provider, was it, Mark? Yeah. Wow. Now, I just want to list some of these universities. Before I do, corporations are going to dominate and are going to win out of this. The rich will get richer. So the mum and dad landlords will leave the market. And what is happening is the government's just introduced an incentive for, for over $75 million developments. They will give a 30% upshot on height irrelevant to the zoning. Around about, they've got a, they're, they're very round, round, round statements that I'm making. Yep. The government's also turned around to the corporations and says, if you're a BTR model, a build to rent model, as in you build a thousand or 500 rental properties, you will pay half of the tax rate than anyone else in, in Australia for any other company. So wow. can you see where it's and going? Can you see well, where that, it, and that, right? Yeah. And that's not mum and dad investors that are building these build-to-rent models. They're the big developers. Nope. No one can afford to do that apart from the select few. Um, and the government, million. I can see, yeah, why they're saying that is because they're going, we want more affordable housing. We want more affordable housing. Fast. So that's their, yeah, that's what they're pushing for. Yet what most people don't realise is in the marketplace in terms of the houses and units that are for rent, majority of property investors in Australia are mum and dads that own one investment property. That is the majority. Yep. Um, and but yep. they're the ones that always, when every, I guess, turns harsh, the environment, they're the ones that exit that market first. And who are you left? Just with the big developers. Are you ready for my rant? Go. It's the, it's the rant of 10. One, we took away, we told people that they must spend 10% of their earnings on superannuation. We will take it away from you before it even gets from your employer into your pocket. We're going to make you put that into your forced savings for your future. That was the biggest bullet. That, that investment mum and dad investors got as being landlords. They So if a mum and dad are saving 10 or 20% of their wage, half of their savings was deleted or all of their savings was deleted, no more investment property for you. We're taking it and we're going to call it super and you can start saving. 
two, they turned around and said, landlords, your investment property loans that used to go for 30 years, which were interest only, we are not going to do interest only for long periods. We're going to reevaluate you every three years. So they did they they increased interest only loans to principal at interest, forced savings, a good thing, but it made it unachievable to hold some investment properties for landlords. Three. They changed the interest rate by half a percent for a landlord, which has a rent coming in. But an owner-occupier without rent coming in, you can pay the standard rate. So they increase the rates quite a lot for landlords. Four, in tribunals they turn around and gutted landlords every time. They even introduced a, a tenant um, commissioner of late to make it hard to, to um, harder for landlords. Five... Michael, you got one for me? I'm, I'm running out. <laughs> well, I don't have all 10. I was hoping you were going to go through all 10. You were going I know, to it'll come to me, it'll come to me. But, but, you know, every single time these guys, you know, the, it's just gotten so hard for these guys. The, the rents didn't move. Rents in our, in our core market changed about 10% in 10 years. Whilst property values doubled, rents didn't move. So there's a little yes. bit of catch-up going on, but definitely lower stock. But for a landlord, and now you've got interest rates going up, going up for these landlords as well, the interest rates are going up more, the repayments, than what the rents are going up. So Correct. before a tenant starts thinking, oh, good on you, you got more rent coming in, that can cover your interest, it doesn't. Well, this so, thing, so every yeah, it, it's just nuts. It's nuts. It, you know, it, it's the the first home buyer has got wonderful incentives. I support them. I love them. But the landlords need incentives. It's because it's taboo. The, the landlord's always been sort of um, portrayed as rich. this, yeah, rich, big fat cat sort of set up. And there are people out there like that, but. Even still, as we said before, the majority of landlords are mum and dads with only one investment property, maybe two investment properties. And right now, the bottom line is even with all the increase in rents as they have gone up, these people are still more out of pocket on a weekly basis than they ever were before. Um, and so these properties, and we're seeing it, they're exiting the marketplace with it. And for that, it's actually worse off for the tenants. So as much as tenants think we're fighting the, they're fighting the landlord, both actually need to work together. You want more investors in the marketplace. You want incentives for the investor as well. I'm not saying take away incentives from the tenant. They need incentives also, but there needs to be equal incentives on the other side to keep these investors in the marketplace, which also then benefits the tenant. Because irregardless of how greedy a landlord might be, if there's oversupply of stock out there, rents come down because people compete to get people into the properties. Um, it's that simple. At least made a good comment here as well. Uh, rents only increase once a year. Interest rates have been going up once a month, <laughs> um, and rents can only be changed once a year. Five, a landlord is now told that they must support a tenant in harsh times like COVID. Six, a landlord must must not put their rent up, while well, like Lisa said, once a year. Seven, a landlord can be told whether their rent, when their rent could go up. A, a landlord can't market their property how they want to when it comes to price. They cannot say offers over. Like, if I'm a landlord, I would just be going like, yeah, nah, I'm out. And 
when yeah. these guys exit the market in droves, you will not know about it. You do not turn up to a barbecue on Sunday with your mates and say, great news, I just sold my investment property. What for? So true. That's the thing. And it's been happening and probably people haven't noticed it as much. People have just been talking about rents going up, but there's a reason for it. It's because people, investors have been leaving the, leaving the market and we've been seeing it. And so the golden question is, where are these investors going? If people are pulling their money out of the property market, where are they going? Are they going to buy stocks? Are they going elsewhere? Are they putting it into their own mortgages and their primary place of residence because things are getting expensive? But where are these guys going? Uh, they're super. Yeah. They're putting the money into super. So they're going, you know what, we'll just, you know, we'll just do it. We're sort of saving for the future now anyway. So we'll just, you know, super will be enough for when we get a bit older. Yeah. Um, you know, so they feel good about it. Jazz's, Jazz's, what's Jazz saying? Can you read that out? Landlord and rental providers cannot evict a bad tenant easily, even though they have a proven case in their favour. Tenants still sometimes get 60 to 90 days without paying rent. After waiting for months for the hearing, this needs to be overhauled. So it's just really interesting because, yeah. Land tax. Land Land tax. tax. So landlords are getting punished. So get this. A tenant wouldn't know this. And not many landlords would know this, but if you buy a property on the northern beaches and it's a house and it's a very old little cottage and it sits in Narrowena, Beacon Hill, Cromer, and it's a $1.6 million house, entry-level house, okay? Now, this is me. Um, I do own other investment properties, so I'm over the threshold, the land tax threshold. How much, how much land tax do I have to pay a week before I pay my loan on the little fella house? So the little fella house is rented out for eight fifty nine hundred a week. How much land tax do I have to pay for that little house per week? Guess where it's sitting at this year? About four hundred dollars a week. Six fifty. Wow. So I've got to pay land tax six fifty a week before I get my rent of eight fifty a week before and I've got two hundred left of which I've got council rates, then I've got then I've got water rates, um, so there and then I've got management fees, bloody agents. So there goes another hundred bucks. I've got a hundred dollars to pay a mortgage of one point six million dollars a week. Hmm. And people are wondering it's... why investors leave the market. <laughs> And, you know, great. It's good. The land tax is great, um, you know, to support um, the government's coffers and, 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 you know, full circle wherever it goes. But it's just unachievable. You know, to go and buy a house as an investment property, forget about it with land tax. Forget yeah. about it in New South Cash flow wise, Wales. it just starves you because the flip side argument is well, the, the greedy investor, he gets all the, the capital appreciation. You make a lot of money from that. And it's true. That's why you buy an investment is to make money on it. But when you're being stung in a mortgage of that that amount, Mark, you're talking about in excess of almost $100,000 a year repayments of extra cash income, after-tax income that someone needs to use, sorry, actually not after-tax, before-tax income, to pay off this loan there to keep it going. Your property's still got to go up by 100 grand a year just to break even. It just doesn't make logical sense anymore. 
Um, and so an a person who's investing in a property is not going to do it just from the kindness of their heart. They're doing it to make money, of course, it's to provide housing as well. Um, but if you take it away where there's literally no incentive whatsoever, and we're seeing it, that's where why people are going. Um, so it's really Investors, interesting to see what needs to happen. <laughs> look, they're, they're, they're buying it to make money. They're investing to make money, and they're not. So they're, they're out. Yeah. So it's that it's that simple, guys. Um, and that's a show. Tell us how you really and, feel, <laughs> And that's a show. And, hey, can I say something before we go? And I hope anyone who, who um, gets a bit angry at watching this, uh, if from a tenant's perspective, listens to this. Um, in government, in parliament, spoke to a very influential property lawyer the other day, and I asked him the question. I said, you're an old fella. Who stood up for the landlord in parliament? No one. No one. You know why? Why? You're dead. You're gone. So yeah. the representations for landlords, I don't think we're even going to see it out there. Um, this reminds me of the yes and no vote a little bit. Um, you know, it's it's you know people are are, are are you know quietly concerned, but you know I, I just I hope there's going to be some sort of um, some sort of reprieve or reforms for landlords, and I hope tenants get more stock into the marketplace because they they need affordable housing, um, and there's a duty of there's a duty of care there that we've all got to we've all got to um, be responsible for because we do not want to see real estate in Sydney become unachievable to rent. Um, that would be an awful thing to see. So. Uh, very very sensitive around this topic exactly both rely on each other both are in the same boat both can benefit from each other uh, and to finish yep. off we're not saying poor landlords it's always been bad there's been some many very fruitful years for landlords um, over the sure. past couple of decades but right now yeah. with the marketplace where it's sitting and like the, the heading of the topic where did they all go it is not the case anymore um, and we need to be very very careful of it because it's a delicate balance that affects everyone and if you miss what I said at the beginning of the show, we have to water that plant. We have to water that investment properties coming into the market plant for mum and dads because for corporations, as I said at the beginning of the show, I don't think that's right. Yeah. That's a show. Boy.